Hey guys, this is John with Catholic Rednecks. Thank you for dropping by the podcast. It's a work in progress. I sure am enjoying doing it. But, uh, mm, you know, I've got plenty of gray hair and never did keep up with the computer stuff. And trying to figure this out on my iPhone has been quite the task. But trying to work on my music and everything, get some bugs worked out. But thank you for dropping by. You know, we were talking last night, the family was, about UFOs and whether or not they exist. And then started talking about that, you know, there are several places in the Bible that sort of describe what could be construed as a UFO. I'm thinking, you know, Ezekiel's will. I'm thinking when Elijah jumped in that chariot and it shot up with all the smoke and fire. And I'm thinking of there's a place where Moses said he saw God standing on a on a disc or a sphere. Um, you got the um, part where Jesus uh, is taken away on a cloud and men in white shiny clothes. I don't know, just a lot of uh, stuff that makes me think sometimes there's UFOs in the Bible. But anyhow, uh, one of my friends jumped in and said, uh, and she's not Catholic, she said, I know that there's some missing books in the Bible. And I said, well, I don't think there's any missing, I think, but the problem is there's some missing books from your Bible because the Catholic Bible has seven extra books that the Protestant Bible does not have. The Catholic Bible has been around for many, many centuries before. There's a Protestant Bible. And as a matter of fact, when the Protestant Bible first came out, it had those books, but they were later removed. What books are we talking about? We are talking about what they call the Deuterocanonical books. They are the books that cover um, the parts. If you're familiar with, let's just say, King James Bible, and you read your Old Testament through, you go from Genesis to Malachi, then there's a intermission, and then Matthew comes. You know, I think it's like 700 years later. Well, the Catholic Bible doesn't have a big gap like that. It's got books like First and Second Maccabees. Judith, Tobit, Sirach, Words of Wisdom, uh, several books, and they cover that period. And it's really interesting because if you read those seven books, they're full of what I just want to say Catholic stuff. I often, you know, I grew up Southern Baptist here in Alabama and in the Pentecostal church, and every now and then we'd get to talking about Catholics because I really didn't know any. And we would say that they believe things are not in the Bible. Well, we were right. They were not in our Bible, the edited one, the King James. But the Catholics had their own Bible, much older. And as a matter of fact, uh, the word Bible really means uh, books, plural. And during the early church from the time Jesus went off to heaven until about 300 years after that, the early church never did really have a Bible. They had what they considered sacred writings, holy writings from different apostles and different church fathers and all. And when they would have mass, um, yes, that's what they called church back then, the mass. If you don't believe me, Google Justin Martyr. He lived around 300 A.D. He's one of the early church fathers. He described how they had church in the early church, and it's pretty much what we do in the Catholic Church today, the mass. Um, had the Eucharist and all the believing that the bread and the wine was the literal body and blood of Jesus. And so at that time, they had a 
close to 300 sacred writings. And then over the course of two or 300 years, the church got together and there was a lot of uh, fake writings out there and half true writings. Then after a while, the church, after a series of meetings called councils, I believe one of them was uh, Carthage and there's one called Constantinople and one, oh, there's a nice scene, there's a whole bunch of them. And finally, they all uh, decided to weed out some of these books that may not be what they thought were authoritative or authentic. Maybe they had some errors. Maybe they just, they knew more than we did at the time. So uh, the Pope, Innocent, and there's another Pope, I can't remember how to say his name, but uh, they gathered up the letters. They knew for sure that the apostles and the near apostles had written themselves uh, that were quoted by the early church fathers themselves. And uh, that Pope declared that to be the New Testament, the Word of God. So they got a bunch of the scriptures that the Jews had, the Old Testament, and uh, which contained those seven Catholic books. And we know this because Jesus quoted the Septuagint. And the Septuagint was the Old Testament that Jesus and Paul quoted from. It was a Greek translation of the Old Testament. It contained those Catholic books. So if we say that Jesus had a Bible, his Bible would have had those Old Testament books and it would have had all those Catholic books that Martin Luther later shook hand. Yes, he did. He took it himself up, took it on his own self after 1,500 years of Christianity to doctorate the Bible to make it say what he wanted to say. So he get he got rid of several books. One of them, one of the books he got rid of was James, called it a house of straw. House of straw, said it was good for nothing to be, but to line up the horse dung in the stall. He took out the book of Revelations and I think Second Peter and I don't know if he took what all he took out, but he got excommunicated for it. You know when you're starting a new religion, and there's a lot of things in the Bible that back up the old religion, then you may want to get rid of that stuff. That's exactly what he did. He changed a few words, got rid of some stuff. and um, But when King James come along, and he wanted there to be a uh, Protestant Bible, a Church of England Bible, refer to my first episode, um, those Catholic books were in that first, very first King James 1611. They were in there, and they stayed in there for 98 years, and then 98 years later, British Parliament gave Rome the middle finger and they shit-canned those two as a political move to spite Rome. But the Catholics have always had those books. And when they discovered, discovered the Dead Sea Scrolls way back when, I think in the 60s, the whole church world, all the archaeologists and the apologists were jumping up and down that they found all these scrolls in these jars and these caves in the Dead Sea that that proved that the Old Testament was true. But uh, also the seven books that the Catholics always had were in those scrolls too. So the Dead Sea Scrolls, uh, they contain the seven books that the Catholics have always had. The Catholics did not add anything to the Bible. The Catholics had them from day one to right now, July 22. We got all those books. And I counted all the verses in them one day. I was bored, and I counted. I think I, I stopped at 3,189 scriptures 
that are not in the Protestant Bibles. They got moved out, and no one has authority to take books of the Bible out. No one, but they did. And uh, we know that Martin Luther was excommunicating for uh, tampering with the Bible. You know, there's a curse in the end of the book of Revelations that you'll be damned for taking to or adding. Well, the Catholics did not add to it. Now, there were some other books that did not make the cut. Um, I've read some of them. You got the book of Enoch, which is listed and quoted in the Bible. You got um, the Gospel of Peter. You got, I think, the Gospel of Barnabas. You got a big old book by James. And those books contain a lot of good stuff. And I've read some of them. And all. Um, but for some reason or another, the early church fathers that uh, put this church together from the time of Jesus until they uh, they just didn't feel like they were uh, either authoritative or perfect enough or whatever. So what you have now in your New Testament is 27 books. Thank you, Catholic Church. Thank you, Pope. And the Catholic Church has safeguarded those scriptures and burned false ones all through time. So the Catholic Church is not hiding any books. You can get on Google and read all those books. You can Google them. They're called the Apocrypha. The Apocrypha, pseudo-fakage, whatever. Now, Protestant theologians wrongly called the Catholic books that same word, but they're not. They're not. So anyhow, um, everything I've told you, you can Google it. There's a fellow named Blue Collar Catholic. He's got a really good YouTube channel. Good friend of mine named Rob. He's got uh, all kinds of videos about the early church and how they put the Bible together to give us what we call now the Word of God. So the Word of God is perfect and complete. There's no missing books out there. And uh, the ones that they say are missing are available on YouTube. You can pull one up, say the book of... Uh, uh, the Gospel of James, you can pull it up tonight and listen to it as you fall asleep. But uh, come in and uh, visit with me again next week. I'll try to have another episode ready and get my music, uh, my editing together. And God bless you all. Bye-bye.